Okay, uh, everyone, Every- everyone. All right, s- settle down. Calm down. We're doing we're doing the podcast. We're doing the podcast. We know it's a big pain in the butt, but it just happens. Yeah, it it came to us, just came flying in. We gotta do it now. We gotta do it now. That's the way it works. I right, put down the cake. Yeah, I'm down can, the dog. We can all get crunk after. All right. All right. Everyone good? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kevin. In a little bit. Well, depending on when you're listening to this. I mean, you could be listening to this before the New Year. You, yes, you could yes. be listening to it at the another New Year. We're not going to say what year we're going into. No, that because, would be foolish. Because we're not going to time ourselves. You can listen to this at any time. Yeah, we never date ourselves with media references. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, You're not constantly aware what year we're in. It's like I just say that sometimes also. Yeah. Just in podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I just say what year it is. Yeah, I mean, there are ways to check. Like, if we make a joke about Geostorm, you know what year it is, probably. <laughs> I mean, you would assume that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. It we might be very... making Geostorm jokes far into the future. You don't know. There's movies that just that just uh, connect with me, just hang on to me. I know an awful lot. I realized this recently. I know an awful lot about a movie called Skyline. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You don't sound happy about it. <laughs> it's not. It's not a great movie. It's an alien invasion movie. Came out around the same time as Battle of Los Angeles. Okay, but this one was about had like Donald Faison in it. All right, yeah, and it was uh, it was about a bunch of people like a bunch of old friends who are getting together in a apartment, and everything they always do fails. There is not one time <laughs> that they attempt like, all right, we're gonna get away from these aliens, and they make any progress. They're always back in the apartment. They leave, someone dies, they're back in the apartment. Yeah. They leave, someone dies, seems like they're a, back in the apartment. Seems like a pretty secure apartment. <laughs> well, I, I just bunker down in there for a little while. There's this weird thing where, like, the reason it's called Skylines, if you look at the aliens, they can take over your mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you look at the skyline of the city. Yeah. Very Bloom heavy. Yeah. 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 A lot of Orlando Bloom in it. Welcome to the third space, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I'm joining a- us for the first time, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm Jeremy Berkeley. He's Kevin Weir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you've joined us on the one podcast we do every single year. Yeah. Where we where we're going to talk about a topic? Well, where we talk about a topic, we'll we'll, we'll get to that topic. But though. we kind of stretch out the intro, yeah. So be prepared for some confusion. <laughs> How was your last year? It was Jeremy? good. It was this, good. Whatever whatever year it was. That here's we will here's not the say. thing. Here's the thing about my year this year. This year, I went through a bunch of heavy emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of heavy emotional stuff. But I come to this point of the year. And I find I am I'm set up in a way because I went and dealt with all that stuff. I'm set up to have a really good year next year. Okay, so so you feel like this year was more of a like entrance chamber to the next year. Yeah, this was a down year, but I'm heading up. I I think like not every year you have can be the you know no not not every year is throwing dollar bills and getting crunk no that's that's like every other year maybe yeah. every third year maybe every third year but depending every... on depending on your crunk 
uh, curve. Well, you got, well, you got to spend one, one year <laughs> collecting those dollar bills. Yeah, and yeah. then the next year you, you can, can throw you can throw them. Yeah, with impunity, because you don't need those dollar bills anymore. No, you, you already them already. You got them already. <laughs> Once you uh, have them, they're for throwing. We are not financial advisors. We're also we're also <laughs> in Canada. Our lowest bill is five. The five dollar bill. Yeah. So we don't have dollar bills. We have no. loonies. We do have loonies. These are flicking loonies. Nah. That's a real skeezy thing to do. <laughs> hey, I'm going to judge you right now, listener. If you go to a strip club and you throw pennies at strippers' cooches, I hate you. <laughs> I mean, that's also just a bad thing to do in general. I know. I think I think not even a strip club. I think in general, if you're throwing pennies at people. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. <laughs> like, I think it's worse to throw it at somebody's cooch or junk. It's... Uh, See? Settle, settle, settle down, party. Hades agrees with me. All these people out, out there. All these people surrounding us at this party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we're at. That we're definitely most. That we're definitely at. Hey, look. There's Ethan. Yeah. They're being very, very quiet for us. They're being very, very nice. Just like a good fan. Yeah. I mean, not the dog. No. The dog is being very loud. Yes. Because that's all you can. That's all dogs ever do. Yep. No, I think it doesn't matter. Like, if. You should not throw things at people's genitalia. Yeah, no, that's a good rule. If there's if there's one thing that I can end this year In with. In fact, don't throw your genitals at their genitals. <laughs> yeah, may, genitals should be a non-throwing zone. Yeah. You can place. You can place genitals. <laughs> you can, you place, can rub genitals, but I mean, only with consent. Well, and also I don't think you should rub genitals on non-genital things. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be upset if you want to hump a car. <laughs> okay, but don't do it in public. Yeah, do it in a private space. Yeah, that's why you have a. That's why you got yourself a two car garage. Yeah, that's why you got a room, Phyllis <laughs> Abernathy. A- Phyllis Abernathy. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Kevin? How was your year? Uh, it's pretty good. I think I, I think my year. I feel a lot like uh, with you. I didn't go. I don't think I went through a. You know heavy emotional stuff but it was a year of a lot of things getting ready yeah like i got i got my book deal yep and that's coming out next year cool or the year that's you know going to be in let's say 30 minutes sure (laughs) uh no let's say uh 55 minutes let's say uh two hours and three minutes yeah that should cover our bases yeah time's (laughs) a construct (laughs) none of it matters uh in some universe we're right uh, <laughs> I like that just as a logic thing. Yeah, <laughs> you say I'm wrong here, but you know, somewhere, some parallel dimension, I'm right. I'm right. That's right. I right. split the timeline. Yeah, so uh, it was a lot of uh, uh, like getting things essentially ready for next year, and so I'm, I'm thinking that next year is going to be pretty good. This yeah. one was okay. Yeah, I, I'm not complaining about my, my year by yeah. any means. Um, I well, think it's just that's how I'm feeling about it right well, now. Well, we're if we remember 2016, which we can say yep. because it is a year. It is a year. But if we remember 2016, there was a lot of blame thrown at 2016 as a concept there of was, the year. There was. I think that car- that did carry on. Yeah, it did. People yeah. are still upset at this year. Yeah, they, they tend to – It's it's funny that <laughs> – I think all in all, people have become less uh, religious in g- general, general way, especially in the Western world. Yeah, yeah. But, however, we've become a lot. We've taken a lot new belief systems in, like yeah. just blaming the year. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the 
I think the main thing is that people are overwhelmed by what's happening in the greater world. So the, so and they want to find something that they can Yeah, they want to find something they can pass it off onto and that just happens to be the year. Oh, let's be clear, I don't think anybody seriously like ah this year. Uh no, there's <laughs> definitely some people. Oh, who who are like this year has done it to us. Yeah, it was like this year is just a bad year. <laughs> there's only one thing we can do. Kill the Gregorians. <laughs> And their calendars. Amore <laughs> but Kevin, I actually figured since this is our New Year's episode, yes, and we'll get to a topic. Just we'll get to a topic. A yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured we could hit some facts about our years. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'll go first. Give me those fast facts. Fact about my year: I traveled around the world. You did. I didn't travel, like, in continuity all around the world, but the amount of places that I traveled yeah. is larger than the circumference of the world <laughs> the this dis- year. The distance that you went. The distance that I circled went. Circled around the circled world. Circled around the world. What places did you go? Uh, I went to China. Yes, you did. Yeah, and I went to New Zealand. Yeah. Which did not, it did not hit me until about a week ago when I was sitting around somewhere, and someone was like, you were in the Eastern Hemisphere twice this year. Yeah, you you went right off to the other side of the world. Yeah, so um, yeah, I've been I was I went around the world this year. Yes, you did. That's but exciting. It, you, I guess it is, but it's a fact. It is a fact. What's a fact about your year, Kevin? Um, well, a fact about my year is that I spent most of it uh, effectively unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By most, I mean all of it from January first to now. I was effectively unemployed. I I survived pretty much completely off of uh, savings and getting like contract work and selling. Uh, well, you are you are, you were on EI for a while, right? I was on EI for a while. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I remember that. That actually, that actually ran out like just after the new year. Yeah, and after that, it was savings. Yep. It was uh, selling selling books. Like I, I sold uh, some short stories that got me, you know, some money. Yeah. So, in Doing a, projects, <laughs> yeah. So it's not sustainable yet. No, but I did. I did sort of have a year where I pretty much worked full time as a writer. Cool, and as those things. So yeah. it was not by intention. Nope. It was not without stress. Nope. <laughs> and now you are somewhat gainfully employed. And now I'm gainfully employed, yeah. giving food to people Yay. from a vehicle. From a vehicle. From a vehicle. We're not going to tell you where, because no. no, you cannot phone them and ask for Kevin delivery no, to I, deliver you food. <laughs> I am not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds you like need a bad to, thing. You can't know what he looks like. It's a mystery. <laughs> we did a live show once. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, to be fair, I did wear a black sack over my head. It's true, he did. Weirdly enough, you did it. I thought we agreed. No, I mean, I was gonna, but black sacks really clash with my eyes. <laughs> but, 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 shh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more facts about our year later. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will be back with more facts about our year. So what are you looking forward to in the year to come? Um, I'm looking forward to just not a fresh start, but uh, a start where I've got everything sort of condensed into what it needs to be. Yeah. So a big, a big part of this year, everybody knows that I go out of town all the time. Yes. 
Um, so a big part of I this mean, year, we, we, we make, we make it, uh, we make it work. Cause never miss an update, never miss an update. So they uh, won't know except for, you know, when the, when we say stuff about the roads and stuff <laughs> or when uh, we have to record two in a row and get punchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's about one episode every like 10 episodes that we are, it, we are just drunk. Yeah. Like, we're not actual drunk, but drunk. Yeah, we we're punchy. I think punchy is the perfect. Punchy is the the yeah. perfect adjective. For I that. heard that used in um, uh, there's a number of other things. I'm like that is a really good. It is. It's a good descriptor. Well, when I first heard it, I thought it was referring to like being aggressive. Yeah. Was, no, it's just sort of like being being a little tipsy. Yeah, being a little weird. Somebody spiked that punch. Exactly. So you're punchy. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I finally got sort of a handle on the balance of the job that sustains me financially. Yeah. And uh, being able to do the things that I want to do. Um, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm starting a monthly mart- article. Nice. Yes. What are you writing about? Um, I will be writing about tabletop RPGs, different systems and settings. Awesome. Um, yeah, on Sean's uh, website. Oh, yeah, on the, the, guys uh, from, the guys from. On the guys from. Yeah. So I'll be a regular contributor there as well as joining it on uh, his podcast to co-host every once in a while. Perfect. But, uh, uh, yeah, it seems like I'm – like I said, I'm at a real good launching off point. So I'm just excited to get to the new year because, as we all know, the week between Christmas and New Year's – is like some sort of weird temporal warp where you can't do anything. It's a sort of weird <laughs> thing where I'm, co- I concentrate on my mind until the stores are open. Yeah, it's this weird hanging moment. Yeah, where it's like, okay, Christmas is over. It's not the new year, especially this, um, this version of it, I guess. Yeah, because we had Christmas on uh, Monday. Yeah, and we have New Year's Day. Next Monday. Monday. Next Monday. It's like a week where you're, what? So we just have this, like, full week yeah. of this weirdness. What are you most excited about next year? Or um, something that you're excited about, I guess. I'm really excited for uh, I for my book to launch. Like, mm-hmm. It's my first uh, it's first novel. Yeah. Being out there. I'm, I mean, I'm working on the edit. Like, before you came over here, I was actually working on uh, some of the edits for it with the publisher. Yeah. When and... Kevin says here, by the way, he means our space station. Yes, in our space station, yeah. where I work, yeah. and live, yeah, <laughs> it makes it makes doing the food delivery really hard, yeah, but really cool. Well, I mean, it's all rockets. So. Yeah, I, <laughs> you order your new food. Kevin Kevin lands in a rocket outside your house, destroying the street, but gives you your food, and it's very warm. It's incredibly warm. <laughs> it still takes forty five minutes, but it gets warmed up by reentry. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing a thing where um, Domino's uh, wants is is going to partner up and do self driving delivery cars. Oh, really? Yeah, and and for a while that it seems like a it won't work in Canada during the winter. No, no. <laughs> okay, we'll, we will talk about that. But first, I want to finish talking about these self driving cars. Okay. So I saw finally saw an image of what they want to do with them. And the idea is that, that the, the Domino's car would drive up. You'd walk up to it. You punch in your pin that they would give you. Yeah. The window rolls down, and then a robot effectively – I mean, it doesn't look like a humanoid robot. Yeah. And maybe someday. Just hands your pizza out to you. Yeah. You take it. The window rolls up, and the and car – drives away. Yeah. It's like a pizza drive-by. <laughs> it just launches them at you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> just pepperoni sticks. I didn't order these lava cakes. <laughs> They're hot. <laughs> No, if there's anything I've learned about anything vehicle-related is that they're always not made for Canada. No. Like, all-season tires? Not made for Canada. No, not made for Canada. No. 
no, I have all season tires during summer. Yeah. Then I change to my winter tires. Because <laughs> yeah. it's minus 30. Well, the thing is, I've used actually all season tires the last two years through the winters. Ooh. But that's because I drive a Subaru. Yeah, it it does depend on the vehicle. Like my yeah. uh, my dad has a big truck, mm-hmm. so he uses all season. And he just turns into four wheel drive. When yeah, it's winter. And then it's fine. Yeah, like the there's certain vehicles that are made to yeah. handle that, but yeah. most of them aren't. I have a friend who drives like man, like a little sedan. Yeah, she refuses to change her tires to all season tires. How's that power sliding? <laughs> well, she also doesn't like to drive on highways. Ah. Uh. Gotcha. And I'm like, uh, how do you, how do you, how do, you do that? How do you do that? How do you just avoid, how do you add like 15, 20 minutes to your drive time? Yeah. Like I, I, I just. Although I guess she's it. probably dealing with less traffic. I guess. And depending if she's making smart choices. Yeah. But the thing is that if there's anything I've learned from trying to drive smart where you're like, oh, I see there's a lineup up ahead. Well, I'll try to drive around it. It doesn't really work. Yeah, I mean. Sometimes it does. If there's yeah. an accident, yeah, you go right off. But if yeah. it's just congestion, it's going to be congested everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do some things that are smart. And I'm not going to tell you what those things are because I need to keep them a secret. Because <laughs> you don't want other people to know. That's right. Mm. Do some investigation. <laughs> uh, Figure it out for yourself. Listeners. Calgary drivers. <laughs> And drivers elsewhere, I guess. Yeah, drivers elsewhere. If you ever come to Calgary, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, because my job made me go to Vancouver a couple years ago yeah. a lot. Like, traffic does not bother me anymore. I mean, when you're driving to Vancouver, you're going through the mountains, and there's like three ways through the mountains. Well, the, also, but then when you're in Vancouver, it just there's cars all the time everywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. So you just get used to being like, well, this is the speed I'm going. <laughs> Let's do, Jeremy. Yeah. Let's do a little bit of Alberta, BC talk. Okay. Some mountain moments. Some mountain moments. What is your favorite path to take through the great Rocky Mountains that we could that I can see outside my window? Um, I think my favorite path is actually window. to go um up and just cut under Jasper. Okay. Yeah. If you go out the north way. Yeah. And you start heading down. Is um, that through Salmon Arm? Yeah, yeah, through you know, salmon arm. You know, salmon arm. Yeah, salmon arm. All those salmon arms. Yep, there's tons of them. Why do you know salmon not have arms? They're all in that town, salmon arm. Yeah, they're super buff, though. Yep. Real buff arms. Real buff. It's actually a delicacy in salmon arm if you go there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I really like that. This guy has cannibalism, even though they do look like human arms. They do, yep. It's not, though. They're fish arms. This is a really, really <laughs> buff salmon. Yeah. You see, all salmon well, go... Well, they're, they're like trogdor arms. Yeah. That's well, what they look like. Yeah, well, all salmon go up to salmon arm. And I mean all salmon. No matter where they are, they find their way to salmon arm. Yeah, Atlantic salmon, Pacific salmon. All go to salmon arm. They all go which, to salmon arm. And, at which point, all the salmon armians... Yeah. Salmon armites? Salmon arm and hammers. Similians. <laughs> the similar arians. <laughs> I want you to pronounce that word for me. Similarians, Sim- I think is what you said. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the similar malarians. Yeah, so I like I like to go through that pass. Um, especially, I actually like going that if you're headed to um, Cranbrook. I like to not go through Crow's, Crow's Nest. I go to the Crow's Nest all the time. I, I don't mind the Crow's Nest at all, but if you go um, the north way and yeah. cut, back, cut down towards there, like I'm saying, yeah. you actually get to spend about an hour and a half of the drive going downhill. Oh, so, Wait, you, so you can just shut your eyes and let it take you. No, no. I'm, no but you get to take a break, really. As a driver, yeah, 
So that's why I like it because when you're driving, like you don't, you're not on cruise control. Yeah, you just coasting, <laughs> just and you get down. great gas mileage. Uh, no, I like the uh, I like the crowsness pass pass. Oh yeah, uh, because you go through Frank's slide. You do go through Frank's slide. You go through the city that is underneath a rock slide. Yep, that is. Just a sad place to go through. What I think is the funniest th- part about Crow's Nest Pass is that people are like, let's settle here, but <laughs> we're not, we're not, and then, I don't know, Frank was like, I don't want to live near you, Gary, and like, <laughs> made his own town yeah, called town Frank. Frank. Yeah, And then later on, Gary was like, okay, and then, I don't know, Denise was like, I don't want to live here either, Gary, and made another town. Yeah. So instead of... Having the area be like, oh, this is where this town is or this town is. They're just like, this is the Crow's Nest Pass area. Yeah. And it covers all the towns. It's all these small towns. Yeah. They each want to have their own thing. If they grew enough, they would be the longest, smallest city. (laughs) Like, really, each town is like a district of the Crow's Nest Pass. To be fair, a lot of Frank is rocks. That's true. Now. That's true. Well... The the half of the town that survived the rock slide has grown a little bit yeah. since then. For the people who don't know what Frank what Frank slide is, because you're it, not yeah, because you're not from Alberta or BC traveled. You're not the mountain people. Yeah, uh, Frank was a small town, a small mining town. Yes, and then and did really nothing of note. No, and uh, until a until rock, until a they fell dug too deep. Yes, and the Balrog. Actually, came. you know what? Because um, there's that information center. There, there. is. Uh, you know what they think happened? What? They think that uh, erosion yeah. caused cracks uh, to form in the mountain. Yeah. And then water went in and kept on freezing and thawing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So they, <laughs> it, was, it was literally not even because yeah. of the mining. Yeah. No, it, it was just happened to be a mining town. Yeah. Just and happened then a to be a mountain mining fell town. on it. Um, and there are, there are clippings of the newspaper. Yeah. And people thought it was like the apocalypse. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And so if you drive through there now, what they did is they didn't clear up the rocks or anything. No, they just built a highway on top of it. (laughs) They just moved some of them to the side and built a highway through it. Yeah. So you're driving and there's just If you ever want to know how much rock is in a mountain. Drive through that. Yeah, and you'll see what about a third of a mountain is. And there's still like pieces of the town. Buried. Buried under there. Yeah. Yeah, like poles are sticking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... If you want to get a good scope of how small a human being actually is, <laughs> go to Frank's slide. <laughs> and just look at all the You don't need to look down. at the infinite, like, expanse of the universe. Just go to Frank's slide. <laughs> look at what happens when a mountain falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly I'm really happy I live in a plane. My thing that I always find fun about uh, Crosses Pass is always so windy. It is. It's, it all of the w- wind through the mountains funnel through that one place, and but, but because there's not the main trees right next to the uh, the ri- the road. Yeah, like they're off in the distance. Yeah, you don't get a sign of the wind until you step outside and suddenly it's like. Yeah, or unless you're driving and you're like. Hmm, I'm going left. <laughs> Time to turn right for two hours. Uh, <laughs> As the wind tries to kill me. Yep. Uh, this is, I think, the, the best analogy I can make for the Canadian Rockies, where I've spent most of my life. Yeah. Um, anywhere you go on the West Coast, from the Rockies to the coast, it's all very majestic. It's all yeah. It's all amazing to look at. But after the majesty wears off on you, so after you've looked at it for about a half an hour, 
you realize that if you were left alone there for one night, you would die. Yeah. <laughs> the the city that we live in is a firm reminder that though we live in a city, death <laughs> death waits around death every waits corner. around every corner. Yeah. Because you can drive about half an hour west. Yeah. And die. Yep. You can just die. <laughs> I um I knew a guy who uh I might have said this on this podcast before, but I knew a guy who went to go out for a jog in Kananaskis. Yeah. And got lost. Yep. Four hours. Yep. And he was like and he just went out for a jog and just now he's <laughs> a place where cougars could just come kill you. Yeah. Um no it's interesting. What? So when I if someone was like, What's this I told someone that there's no snakes in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I wonder what the biggest predator there is. Guess what the biggest predator in New Zealand is? Tasmanian devil. No, that's in Tasmania only. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That's why it's called a Tasmanian devil, Kevin. You're right. That, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reese Darby. No, very close. Okay. Very close. It's actually wild boars. Oh, yeah. No, I think I know that. Yeah, they're yeah. vicious. Yeah, but like. They're omnivores. Yeah. So the largest predator is an omnivore. It's not even a carnivore. Yeah. There's no big cats. Nope. There's no wild dogs. There's no snakes. <laughs> I think St. Patrick had something to do with that. No, I think they just ate them all. St. Patrick traveled around. <laughs> traveled around, killed all the snakes. Killed all the snakes. In Ireland and also New Zealand. Yeah. Um, by don't travel ask, around, I mean, don't ask how we got there. <laughs> and by travel around, I mean he went to those two places. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Ireland and New Zealand. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but that sort of reinforces my belief that you might die in the jungle in New Zealand, but you'd probably last at least two days. Yeah, well, well, because <laughs> if there's no outside influence on you effectively, yeah. Yeah. then you'll survive as long as a human could survive. Yeah. But as soon as you're like – because you, you could be the best survivalist ever. Here's the, it can be the, and then a cougar gets yeah. you. Well, also, it can be the middle of summer here, and if you're trapped in the Rocky Mountains, it's still like minus 15 at night. Yes, it's still cold. It's still cold enough to kill you. Yeah. Um, I remember going into uh, film school. We had to do this, uh, like, written, essentially, thing. So – so the program I was applying into had like 300 applicants, only 30 people got in, and part of that was that you would go in, everybody on like different days, and you'd meet the instructors, and you sort of learn a little bit what it's about. Then you sort of had to do a, just a written test. Yeah. But by that, it was mostly like a what kind of thing are you about? Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the instructors just did like a a, a normal questions like, hey, why would you want to be in this program? Uh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with this information when you leave? Yeah. And then one of them, who I guess was probably the writing instructor, was like, "All right, you're in a car, <laughs> and you've driven out into the mountains. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you run out of gas on a. Uh, no, no, it's not that. It's that you were driving up a slick ma- mountain road, and your tires got stuck. But what I are you? I thought it was slick. <laughs> Sl- slick isn't like muddy. I okay, guess. gotcha. Yeah. Muddy mountain road. The yeah. tires got stuck in the mud, and it's like, how are you gonna get out of it? And before before you say anything, anything like you brought anything with you, your uh, trunk is just full of uh, like bottles you're returning. So what do you do? And I gave two uh, two uh, <laughs> I gave two answers, two answers. One being the reasonable answer, and one being the insane answer. Yeah. The reasonable answer was well. I alternate turning the car off and on yeah. to keep the heat up without, you know, like yeah. running out of gas. Yep. 
throughout the night, and then in the morning I yeah. go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, the insane answer was I took the bottles and you break them and you start digging out holes and you shove them underneath the tires. Then you, then you, uh, then you take the, uh, the bags of balls are in and you wrap the bottles around the tires Yeah, and then you just drive <laughs> try to get out of the hole. Yeah. 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 So, you know, survival. Survival. But most of the thing, the answer is you die. You die. You die. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a real scary thing. Yeah. We're real, we're real close to the wilderness for being in a big urban center i mean big is relative right yeah i told uh the people in beijing that i was from a city of uh, one million people and they said oh that is a very small city well i mean here's the thing we population wise canada is small yeah but and it's same on large scale to small scale in canada populations are always small but this but the places are always big we have there is a lot of individual space. I mean, we're, we are over 2% of Canada's population. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> One city. One city. Yeah. Uh, but, like, when I when I worked with the uh, the Indians, um, when they came here, the thing that they most know is that it was so quiet and so, like... Yeah. Like, you're on the... Open. Ro- yeah, you're on, <laughs> like, you're on the roads, and you... And less of it's rush hour, more often than not... They're very like calm roads. Yeah, no, it's yeah, 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 and there's space everywhere, yeah. and we're we don't people who have never left Canada don't realize how much space we actually have. Yeah, and you hear people talk about like oh the urban sprawl. It's like well we can spread out. Yeah, like would you rather be in the places that are stacked over on top of each other? I mean sometimes, sometimes I'm like, damn it, Kevin, why do you live 45 minutes from me some days? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, hey, everyone, settle down. Hey, come. You heard us. We were talking about about Calgary. We're talking about your home. I know you want us to get to the topic. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to the topic. We'll get to the topic. No patience. Um, do we want to – let's revisit stuff we thought would happen during yeah. this year that we said would happen last <laughs> year. I don't remember all of them. I don't remember at all of them either. But I do remember one, and I think my big prediction was that people are going to find out that people in power – don't have the ability to do just whatever they want. Yeah, which I think for the most part, has... I think we did. I yeah. mean, our, our neighbors to the south kept on trying to do <laughs> like a travel ban and kept failing. Well, it's one of the um, amazing things that it's, I think that I hope people figured out this year. Yeah, is the fact that they can do a lot. Yeah, like so many things tried to happen that people were able to yeah people were like no like no 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 and to be fair, there are also people who are like no i, I i'm i'm cool with this yeah <laughs> but but people who maybe in the past haven't thought that they could do anything all of a sudden are doing doing stuff. things yeah which means that you can actually affect stuff affect stuff yep like it's been and we, I think one of the things I said is that, like, it's not going to be the end of the world. And you know what? It hasn't no, yet. Not yet. <laughs> we but, got close. Yeah. Hey, you know, we we, we have a few more days. Yep. <laughs> Don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. Still could be the last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this pod, I mean, this podcast could come out to a desolate world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At which, at which Years point, later, alien archaeologists will find this podcast and be like, they had no idea. At which point, boy, there's egg on our face. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> they had no idea. 
that we would come and kill them <laughs> <laughs> on well, December 29th. Okay. Yep. There's a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that happens like in, in uh, human history as well, where like, you know, <laughs> there is a conquering group yeah and they wipe that other group out yep and then years later they are studying the group they wiped out and they just found something that's like oh look they're planning for the next year yeah oh we killed them all whoops whoops (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure they'll go whoops oopsie daisies (laughs) got a little stain there (laughs) a little blood stain from when i murdered all y'all yeah they find our podcast. There's a huge backlog of these. We need to go and listen to this and see what other prophecies they have. Oh, no. What if, <laughs> what if they think the third space is some sort of, like, record of history? Well, it'd, it'd be a pretty confusing way to keep track of history. <laughs> Who is this Abernathy? Why do they keep laughing? Is this not serious? Why? Why does... Is Chaboy some sort of title? <laughs> is Chaboy Tim some sort of god that they prayed to <laughs> or some sort of devil that they feared? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these special guests? <laughs> speaking actually, speaking of things I was excited about this year, yeah. it was really fun having special guests. It was, yeah. yeah. It was nice uh get in uh again to talk to some other people and not just each other. Yeah. Just getting some other viewpoints in there. Well, also just getting uh, another advantage for humor. <laughs> another advantage and advantage for yeah. humor. A roll, humor advantage. Roll advantage, Kevin, on your humor check. <laughs> <laughs> when was a critical fail? When was a critical success? Thankfully, it's advantage. That sounds like us. <laughs> <laughs> it could be an insult, but we don't know who it's to. I know. I mean, I feel like the best moments of our podcast are actually when one of us makes a mistake and the other one's like, hmm. <laughs> hey conflict breeds comedy yeah yeah i mean we never get upset <laughs> not really no no yeah. no no really there's times where i think there's massive massive amounts of disappointment yeah <laughs> yeah do you have a favorite episode from the year oh i don't know the thing is we do so many yeah uh um, we do 52 we do 52 <laughs> <laughs> i mean here's the thing last year it was easy because we only had 26 <laughs> yeah this oh yeah you're right this you're year right. we have twice the amount this year it's 52 um man i can't believe we actually like, we kind of nailed it with the half year yeah thing. it's so it's so random we and did, perfect we did not do that on we purpose. did not plan it we were just like i guess we started this week um <laughs> i don't know i liked uh i really like ghost trucks uh, <laughs> ghost trucks. Yeah, that was the episode we did with Sean. Oh yeah. Oh, that was the um, the Beetlejuice episode. The Beetlejuice one. Yeah, with Ghost Corp. That was that was that was that was that was really really fun because yeah. Sean uh Sean did something that because we usually do worlds with the uh, assumption the world's always been that way. Yeah. But Sean was like, no, no it, it just happened. This world happened, <laughs> <laughs> which was a fun way of approaching it. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah. So that was lots of fun. <laughs> that was a funny episode. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, some of the ones that we did, well, I, like we double recorded while I was in New Zealand yeah. were way funnier than I remember than yeah. when I was recording them. Yeah. But those are, were all punchy in, the, in all three of those. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I think my favorite one that came out of the year is a pretty recent one, but it's, 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 um, it's Chaboy Tim. Yeah. You love Chaboy Tim. I love Chaboy Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a dumb episode. It is. It's really dumb. <laughs> 
Well, I'm constantly it, – this is the part of the podcast where we just, you know, talk about how great we are. Um, <laughs> but I'm always impressed by our ability to take things that I honestly – honestly, there's some topics we do where I'm like, I guess we'll talk for an hour on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we then – we, we always find a way. Like, yeah. Our, like, our short episodes are around, like, 52, maybe 52 minutes. I, don't, I think we did any of this in I the think 40s. the shortest one that I've seen is 55. I'm not counting the live show, because the live show was um, short because yeah, yeah. of constraints. Yeah. Uh, do you think the show was, only was 55? Yeah, I think 55. I think 55. The, yeah. And usually that's just because we hit an end point. They were like, that's probably a good end point. <laughs> we, can't, we can't go farther. We can't top that. We have yeah. a rule. The last 10 minutes have to be the best, and you end it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the funny thing is, is we didn't come up with that rule. No, the rule just happens. Yeah, it just happened. Did you know that if you start something and you do it long enough, eventually God will issue you commandments? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just a stone tablet appeared. <laughs> yeah. Didn't say which God it was from. No, it never does. It never does. But they're in different handwriting. Yeah. Stone writings? I guess. Yeah. Hand stone writing? Hand stone carving? They're gods. I can imagine they just scratch it in stone. Yeah, they're like... probably just using their fingernail or something. <laughs> So, finger writing. Finger writing. Uh, thanks, God. It's finger painting. Yeah, and our first commandment for this is the 10 minutes must be the best. <laughs> the, the final 10 minutes must be, must be the best, best ever. Best 10 minutes. Best 10 minutes ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, what, uh, do we have any other commandments? Or are those the only that's commandments? the only one we've gotten so far. They come on individual tablets. Yeah. yeah. Tablets? Yeah. I mean, yeah, stone tablets. Stone tablets, yeah. yeah. No, an iPad comes stone down. Stone tablets? <laughs> an uh, iPad floats down. <laughs> and tops, types it out. Types it out. Um, using, using a cursive use, font. Yeah. Because it's God. Yeah, because it's God. A God. Yeah, a God. We don't know which one. We don't again. know which one. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll never know. Welcome to Third Space, the heathen podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're polyheathens. Yep, we are polyheathens. <laughs> we're heathens to many gods. Does that make us Satanists? No, because no, no, because yeah. you could be a heathen to a Satanist. Yeah, it's true, and we could be heathens to Satanists as well. I think it's pretty hard to be a heathen to a Satanist, though. I mean, like, they don't you'd have to... have to specifically worship a single god. I guess. Yeah, I mean, there could just be a really hardcore Satanist. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we figured that out. I think we Thumb... figured that. Thumbs up. <laughs> Good job, us. Good job, us. Hey, Kevin. Yeah? I haven't planned anymore, but let's do another fact about our past year. Another fact? Yeah. All right. I went first last time. You go first this time. I have you go first this time. Just Now, does this have to be an important fact or just a, just a thing? Just a fact. Maybe it's interesting. Just a fact. Oh, you know what? Do it be a fact we could talk about that what? happened actually yesterday? Okay. Um, <laughs> our furnace stopped working. Oh, how's that? Well, it's working now because oh, you're good. here and I'm, you notice you're not freezing. I'm not. But I went and I stayed over at my parents from about Christmas Eve morning yeah. to uh, yesterday. Yeah. And my uh, my roommates went up to Edmonton. Yeah. So no one was here. <laughs> so we don't know when it went down. Yeah. But when I came back. It was frozen. Well, it was cold. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, boy, this house sure is cold. I look at the thermostat and it says six. I'm like, boy, this house sure is cold. Yeah. Like. Tried to turn it up. I'm like, okay. Anyway, off I go. And then <laughs> I went back up, later. And I went upstairs, and I'm like, do 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 do. I'm gonna continue going on. Wrong. Boy, this house is cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then my roommates got home. Yeah. And they're like, boy, this house is cold. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> then like, the thermostat is at ten. I'm like, huh. 
Well, anyway, this sounds like you. My roommate was like, "Hey, our furnace isn't working." I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, okay. that explains why it's so cold." Yeah, was it? I don't. Temperature doesn't affect me as much. Like I notice changes, but it has to get super, super cold for me to really like. Yeah, well, that was still above zero. It, yes, in yes, in the house. I mean, outside it was like minus. 30. Like, yeah. it's like that. it was during the coldest part. Yeah, of course it was. So, I mean, thankfully our pipes didn't freeze or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I learned that I'm really, really bad at uh, just everything, Jeremy. <laughs> I can't figure out tastes. I can't figure out if a furnace is. I mostly will just. I guess it's a fact about this year is you just found out you're bad at stuff. I'm just going <laughs> to. If anything goes wrong around me, I just sit around being like, that's probably not a problem. <laughs> This is fine. <laughs> the light in my office had burned out for four months, and then I was like, I should probably change that. And then I did. First, I just changed one. Yeah. And I'm like, because there's three in there. Three bulbs? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> we're sitting in the office right now. That's yeah. Like, you can't see it. We're looking up. Well, we were. We were looking Now up. we're looking at each other we're again. Each other again. Uh, so I did one bulb, so I just had this really dim room. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should probably deal with that that's a good fact about your year kevin yeah 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 i got a crock pot for christmas so i guess i'm gonna be dealing with that actually great the crock pot works <laughs> great for me yeah and you just throw stuff in because i throw stuff in and then it cooks for eight hours yeah. and i don't have to you can eat it my main problem with cooking that i've always found is that i i can never find anything where i believe the effort that i put into the food is worth the food i get out from it because like this takes 30 minutes or 45 minutes to cook and 10 minutes to eat i'm like that's not worth my time <laughs> your time is so valuable yeah like i'm like i'm a bigger guy but i feel like i could just survive like i just want nutrients yeah <laughs> i just want a Kevin nutrient want taste. taste well i i do but i'm fine with the same taste over and over and over again <laughs> if they're just a nutrient paste and it just tasted like pierogies some- I oh, mean, pierogies or like some sort of something, anything savory. Yeah. I think. Are pierogies savory? <laughs> yes, they, most of them are. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything <laughs> savory. Then, uh, yeah, I'd be fine with that paste. Great. Yeah. The problem is that like, the easiest food that can get that I can get is usually like fast food. Yeah. It's like, man, I could spend half an hour making food or you can I get could, fast food. Or I could order fast food to me. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. How about you? What's, the, uh, what's your fact for this uh, last this year? This is the first year of my life where for the entire year I lived on my own. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Only person in my place. <laughs> I've had roommates before, lived with family, or I've had stretches where I lived by myself, but uh, never a full year. And, and so you were lonely. No, I wasn't. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But I think the thing that when you live by yourself – when you want a day off yeah. with nobody around, you can have it. Yeah. I mean, right? And if you want to see people, then it's up to you to go see people. Yeah. I would really like to live on my own, but, you know, financially. Uh, this is, Remember how I said unemployed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not financially feasible. Yeah. Um, but but exactly what you said. It's the, it's the ability to choose effectively. Yeah. Like – because I love when my roommates go out of town. Yeah, you got a place just, to yourself. Especially when they take the dogs with them, because they always take the dogs with them. Yeah. Usually. Uh, <laughs> and then it's just like, I can leave all my doors open, and I can do... You can walk around naked? 
I mean, I don't because I have windows. Yeah, but you could. <laughs> I have windows and social anxiety for people across the street just being like, oh, look at that naked man. Oh, want to hear about There's children on my wanna, street, Jeremy. I want to hear about the best joke I ever made this year. <laughs> yeah, tell your funniest joke. Um, so my uh, father renovated his house uh, a couple years ago, and he likes open concept stuff. And literally one of the walls on his upper floor is just window. Yeah. It's just one big glass window. And he did get curtains by the end of the year, but in the beginning he didn't. And I walked up there and I said, hey, Dad, do you have pajamas? And he <laughs> said, no, I don't. And I said, you're the ugly naked guy from Friends. <laughs> and then, I kid you not, three weeks later, he was like, oh, Jeremy, I forgot to tell you something. And I was like, oh, what's that, Dad? And he was like, my neighbor's came to my door and asked me when I was going to get curtains. <laughs> and I was like, why is that? And he's like, well, she said they saw everything. <laughs> and I was like, you're the ugly naked guy from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Best joke I made all year. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Didn't even make it on the podcast. Did not even make it on the podcast. <laughs> Didn't even mention it in the podcast. Just giving it away for free, Jeremy. That's right, because I'm charitable, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Had to save something for this podcast. Jo- jokes for the poor. <laughs> <laughs> jokes for the poor. Ding 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 ding. Come get your jokes for the poor. You walk up, you whisper um, something in the air. I'll tell that joke to a poor. Uh, in my experience, actually, people who don't have a lot of money are funnier than people that have a lot of money. <laughs> uh, yeah. So jokes from the poor. Mm-hmm. I mean that is it is it is a lot funnier to um see comedians talk about how much they're struggling I guess. Yeah. Versus when the comedians are like, "Yeah, I have a yeah, I have everything a real- of, everything in my life is great." <laughs> I'm just sort of a I have a, I have a good I have house. No, I have no problems. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't very funny. It was just just really sad. <laughs> now I'm sad. Now I'm sad. How come I can't have that guy's life? <laughs> how did and how did he get a spot on this stage? <laughs> He just walks into the club, says that his life is great, then drives away. Peace out, you miserable people. (laughs) Drives away in a Benz. Yeah. Of course it's a Benz. Uh... He drives away in a Subaru hatchback. Ah, He must be a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) Because they only sell Subaru hatchbacks to nice guys. Yeah, that's right. It's in the uh, clause when you sign for the purchase. (laughs) It's down there that says, like, hey – if you're an asshole, we can take this car back. We can take this car back if you're an asshole. Uh, so a few days ago, yeah, I was uh, driving mm-hmm. as I do. Yes, uh, as we must all. As we must all. Yeah, in Calgary especially. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's car city. Uh, but I was driving, and so the entrance into uh, one of the ways into the into the place I live, you have to go down a street that is a two lane street that turns into a one lane street. Yeah, you've driven on it, Jeremy. I have. Yeah, you go past a pair of lights, and those two lanes are before the pair of lights merge down to one lane. Yeah. So I was driving, and there was the person in front of me, and there was the person in the other lane also in front of me. Mm-hmm. The person in the other lane also in front of me tried desperately to get in front of the person who was. Yeah. Yeah. Before they had to merge over. Yeah. The person in front of me didn't speed up, didn't, like, do anything like that. They just kept pace. Yeah. And this person was like, ah. So then they went behind them, and they flipped the bird at them. Yeah. And I was like, that's rude. 
So I honked my horn because <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a rude thing to do. How do I scald this person? Scald. How do I scald this person? How do I scald this person? <laughs> mm. I honk my horn. Yeah, I honk my horn. Yeah. I, I don't use my horn a whole lot. No, neither do I. So, but apparently I will use it when I see someone being mean to someone else. <laughs> That's right. And I'm like, that is a very... Kevin Weir, <laughs> bully patroller. It's a very Canadian thing to yeah, do, I think. To be like, hey... Don't don't flip that person off. Honk. <laughs> Stop it. And then actually, I, actually, I hung my horn and shook my head, hoping yeah. they'd look back. Mm, you. <laughs> you are, we're not on your side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disapproving of you. Uh, <laughs> this actually brings me to a question I wanted to ask you about this last year, Kevin. Yeah. Sometimes when we're about, out about in the real world, people do things – that you are shocked by simply because why would you ever do that? Yeah. Is there anything that happened to you this year where you were exasperated or befuddled to the point of being shocked? Um, I mean, I'm thinking of the, uh, the, I mean, there's the person who flipped off. I don't know if I was befuddled to the point of being shocked. I was mostly just like upset that they would, that they were being so rude to someone yeah. they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe that's the shock shocked me or befuddled me. This is what shocked or befuddled me this year. I was at a friend's house for brunch. They have two cats. Yeah, um, and this one cat decided that it wanted to be close to the humans. Yeah, so it as went cats up. It went up. Sometimes do, uh, and it did uh, some kneading as cats are wont to do. Yeah, and then for no reason at all, it just lied on its back and started kneading the air, <laughs> and just kneaded the air. For about 40 minutes, like just having the best time. And I was like, this is a weird cat. And all cats are weird. <laughs> Next level weird. And what? It just made you angry? No, I was just like, what? What is that cat doing? How? What? what I was like trying to have a conversation, but the cat's still needing the air, and I don't know why. <laughs> I actually asked if their cat was having a stroke. Oh, <laughs> uh, cat. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if there's anything that befell me that much. Like from this year, um, I do sometimes think back to uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, that I saw with my sister. That she refuses to believe I saw with her. Huh. Yeah, I know I did. Well, she probably <laughs> thinks it was just a family drama. <laughs> she blocked it out. Yeah. Um, I've never. I don't think that came out this uh, in twenty. That came out in like twenty sixteen or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Still. Um, I think it was near the end of the year, though. Okay. Well, still, when I when I watched it, all I could think of as I was watching it was, like, I was getting physically angry at how bad the movie was. Yeah. Like, at how many weird, obvious mistakes it made. Did you watch Justice League? Yeah. How does it stack up, Kevin? Justice League is better. It's better? Justice League is a film that you can watch that is enjoyable. <laughs> You, I would, I do not say you need to see in theaters. You yeah. could watch it on a streaming service. Yeah. It'd be the same. Yeah. It has some real, real weird tonal whiplash. Yeah. There's moments like where there's just. I read a review that <laughs> was like, Justice League is two different movies. A good movie with Flash and Aquaman and a bad movie with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. So it. There's a problem. I don't like any Justice League movies. I think they're real bad, even the animated ones, because they all come down to the same basic thing. 
this big guy's coming down. Oh no, we need Superman. Yeah, Superman's di- di- dis- uh, di- uh, indisposed. Superman well, is an absent father. Well, guess we better fight this thing until Superman arrives and then just punks it. Yeah, and that's what happened in this. Hey, there's going to be spoilers for uh, Geostorm. <laughs> for Geostorm. Yeah, this is how Geostorm ends. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this is how Geostorm ends. So, Superman's back in Geostorm. <laughs> uh. In all the advertising, they tried so hard to hide that Superman was obviously going to be in well, it. Well, except they released a poster with Superman on it. Well, at a certain point, they gave up. Yeah. But they kept on having this weird thing where, like, shh, we're not going to talk about it. Like, we know... No one is. We know. We know. We, we know, know Superman's going to be in it. It's not a secret. And it, then it becomes like the the crux of the you movie. Know, is this getting reminds Superman me back. actually. What this? Um, my second niece. Right, I caught her sneaking up on her mom. Yeah. So my sister. But um, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm being sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and that is exactly what Warner Brothers was doing. So, wa- so laughs like that dog that hangs out with Sally Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It's hard to do it on like on command. On command. There we go. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's. But but no, but Batman v Superman was the one that I watched that I got visible, physically and visibly upset. At. I would just have my arms crossed, just like this is bad. This is really not that I expected. I guess, and you've watched some bad movies. I watched them. Yeah, and I you like the room, I, in in a way. I don't like it. it. There's too many people who like it. Ironically, yeah, that that made Tommy Wiseau think that he can do more things. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no. You have to both like the room and condemn it. Yeah, because as someone who is a filmmaker, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, and and I don't want that to be because there's a lot of times when movies come out that are like purposely bad made movies yeah. and they're like get it it's the the entire crew is like be like huh do you get it do you, do you, do you get, get it? it no the room's earnest yeah <laughs> and that's what that's what need to to do a bad movie you have to be earnest about it the, yeah. one of my favorite bad movies was a movie called the asylum i think yeah and it was on netflix yeah it had a old man bondage ghost oh yeah there's yeah. a moment where the ghost is chasing the main characters yeah and this is a ghost, Jeremy. Yep, I gotcha. And they shut the door. <laughs> and the ghost goes through and, it. Nope, the ghost is stopped. <laughs> Despite the fact that this is a ghost uh, who has teleported before. Yeah. Instead, they shut the door. The ghost is like, ah, dang. It's a vampire ghost? Nope, it's a ghost, Jeremy. Okay. It's a ghost okay. of a crazy old doctor. Oh, maybe the doctor thinks he's a vampire. And when they introduce all the characters, there's a scene where they're all sitting around the common room because they're like there are like six people in this dorm building, <laughs> and they're the only six people there. Yeah. And that dorm dorm building is the haunted building. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. And they're <laughs> and they go around the room, and they're all you know. Remember the ca- uh, cabin in the woods when they uh, do the trailer for it, and they show off. Like, I don't oh, want. I don't watch good scary movies. Okay, fair enough. They scare me too much. <laughs> Uh, but with Cabin in the Woods, they do this thing where they show off all the characters and they show them off as their stereotypes. Yeah. It's like that, except for earnestly yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Where you you hit like, well, this person's ethnic. Yeah. And this person's slutty. Yeah. And this is the jock. And this is the uh, this is the stoner. And this is the virgin. And this is the virgin. <laughs> uh, and they nail it one by one. Yeah. 
and then there's a moment where where the virgin and the stoner are running away together. Yeah. Um, because the other one, everyone else is dead. Yeah. And, uh, and stoners are virgins are the most innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and take they, that uh, big government. Uh. And so they're running away, and they do something. To, I think I. It might be so dumb they might actually hit it with something. I don't know. Yeah. But they do something. The ghost. The ghost falls down. They try start trying to call through the sewer system to get yeah. out yeah. into just a forest somewhere, <laughs> just a trapdoor in a forest. I have I have three bad movies that I love. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Get the trapdoor in the forest, yeah. and then the ghost stands up, angry, and goes ah, then grabs his doctor's uniform, tears it aside, and he's wearing bondage gear underneath. Ah. It's about a 60-year-old man running after two, two teenagers in a forest. In bondage with, gear. In bondage gear. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a pretty good bad movie. Yep. I remember watching it with my mouth agape and my heart open. <laughs> yeah, I have three three movies that I love. All right. First is called Ghost Game. Oh, we own Ghost Game. Yeah, Ghost Game's great. Yeah, with Uncle... Cousin Ted. Cousin Ted. That's Cousin what it is. Ted. But that's where I keep my fresca. <laughs> Um, uh, Ghost Game, the plot of Ghost Game is that a bunch of college students, a.k.a. 43-year-old actors, go, <laughs> go into the woods, yeah. and they rent out a cabin on a mountain, um, and, but there's a haunted game in it. <laughs> they play the game and release some witch ghosts, <laughs> and the ghosts slowly kill everybody, Yeah, but... The ghost ghost game is full of such fine moments as somebody swimming in a lake followed by somebody drowning in an indoor pool. <laughs> um, and they go back and forth between those two scenes, like cut from one to the other, about five times in a row. Okay. Uh, it's pretty great. Uh, again, my favorite line in the movie, but that's where I keep my fresca. Um, <laughs> also, the the best part is when they realize Cousin Ted is a virgin, so he's the only one who might survive. It's great. It's great. All right. um, and at the end, spoilers for Ghost Game. At the end, you find out that the owner of the campground with all these different cabins on it knows the game's haunted <laughs> and rents that specific cabin out to college students so, they die. so that they die so he can sell the cars they drove up there. That's a, that's a big plan yeah. for like not a lot of return, actually. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So, one, I love Ghost Game. <laughs> Two, I love Mammoth. Oh, yeah, when the mammoth comes back. Yeah, so yeah. the entire premise of this movie is what if a small town yeah. had a mammoth exhibit and the mammoth came back to life as a soul-draining vampire? Yeah, vampire mammoth. Yeah, um, so here's a couple things. Get I love. the teeth in its mouth. Yeah, here's a couple things snout. that I love about mammoth. One, they have a forest rave where everyone just has, like, earphones plugged in so it's completely silent. Yeah. And they're all dancing and they're all offbeat because you can tell they're all just listening to their own music. <laughs> um, and But that's not the best part. The best part is that there's somebody in the background flipping the high beams on and off in a car <laughs> to, to make, like, rave lighting. And it's great. I just imagine, like, at a real rave, somebody doing it would be like, yeah! Oh, wow! All right, check out these high beams! Um... <laughs> So I love that. In the middle of the movie, like during the like almost the climax of the movie, they just take a five minute break for milkshakes. <laughs> and like the entire town is closed off, but no, this milkshake place is still open. All these people are dead. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Milkshakes. Milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
sure sucks all those people are dead, huh? Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> other thing I love about Mammoth is that several times during the movie, like, it's huge. It's a huge undead mammoth. Yeah. Right? And they'll be like, nothing's around here, like 360 camera. And then yeah. they go for a jump scare. But, like, because they're showing so many different angles, you're like, okay, the mammoth is going to show up. Yeah. But the reality is, is that the viewer would see the mammoth shadow at least once. Yeah. But they never do. Well, it's it's like when Godzilla sn- snuck up on people in Godzilla 2000. Yeah. Or all other Godzilla movies. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, boo. It's like, ah. Huh. You're, how did you get there? You're Godzilla. Yeah. Um, and I had a third one, and I forgot because I just love Ghost Game and Mammoth so much. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. It's Sasquatch. There's a bunch of Sasquatches. There is a bunch of Sasquatches. The thing I love the most about Sasquatch is one particular moment. Yeah. They're walking through this forest, um, and it's clearly like a new growth type thing. Yeah. Um, and there's not that many trees. In fact, you can see the road behind them. Yeah. Um, and the line is, this forest is really dense. And they like see a car drive by in the background, and you're like, <laughs> another really good bad movie, movie um, that I actually discovered through the new Mystery Science Theater once mm. is <sighs> something findings, or I wish I could remember the name of the movie. It's it's like the second episode, or maybe called Call of the Wild. Called uh, the Wilderness? Maybe. I don't remember any of the titles. Okay, well, in the... So did you watch the new Mystery Science Theater? Uh, I'm in the middle of the Christmas one. Okay. The one with Sasquatch as the guy's friend? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The little boy's friend Sasquatch. Yeah. And there's a moment where <laughs> the little boy... That is, is a weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> is, like, in his bed. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's trying to sleep because he told his principal of yeah. his private school that Sasquatch was his friend yeah. and his principal got super angry at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's, then he's like... <laughs> here's the thing. The rest of the movie like doesn't even touch that and then at the end they're like, here's a resolution to that. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> but there's a moment where... like, So he has that weird rock thing and yeah. when it glows it means Sasquatch is near. Sasquatch is near. So so he's in the middle of a city like across the country this little kid and he looks out his window and there's <laughs> there's Sasquatch and he's like hey <laughs> yeah. your dad's in trouble <laughs> which I guess he knows because he can see the future. Yeah. Because it's, it's the tiger that's in, that's got him in danger, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't, tiger rem- I don't remember the details. I just remember being like, this is basically the Sasquatch mixed with Peter Pan. Yeah. There's also that, also that little boy hitchhikes across the country to get yep. back to his father. Yeah. And everybody keeps on, like, hugging and tackling him. Yeah. And he has, like, pet raccoons that he just chills with. And there's a really like buff, oh, and it's, like, there's a super uh, super offensive part where he meets like a, an elder from a yeah a, from a tribe from a tribe who died who died he just wanders up and finds him yeah and it's like this is so racist there's there's a you mo- can tell that the other actors in the scene are like this is really racist well there's the other um uh there's the other uh, native guy who's yeah. there for most of the movie and he and he knows like the elder's like his grandfather mm. he's like grandfather and the yeah. elder's just like you know go away i gotta talk to this white kid yeah <laughs> he's like oh okay okay right okay what? sweet my Thank, grandpa thanks spirit of my grandfather uh, <laughs> and there's just a bird hanging around yeah and bigfoot's magic yeah it's such a weird it's such a weird movie <laughs> And there's just there's a lot of establishing shots of just animals yeah. in places they I really like the bad out. Star Wars ripoff they did. Yeah. 
That <laughs> that one I actually am like, I wish there was a sequel to so I could watch it. See, that's what I mean by like a bad like a good bad movie has yeah. some earnestness to it. Yeah. All the like m- like, you know, Mega Shark and Sharknado. Um, Sharknado. Oh, I hate Sharknado so much. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Mm-hmm. And not in the way that people are like, oh, it's so dumb. I'm like, no, it's so dumb because it's a bunch of people. It's a multi-million dollar franchise. It is. Being made in the worst possible way for a bunch of people to go like, huh, do you get it? Do you get do you get it? Do you get it? It's funny. It's bad. So it's funny, right? I mean, it's it's a movie for hipsters. Yeah, it's for hipsters to be like, yeah, it's so it's it's like bad, but yeah. but like that's... they're they're making things for people to ironically like on purpose. Yeah, which I hate because I legitimately like the room for the reasons I like it in. Yeah, which is that because you're tearing is, me apart, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> it is the worst. How could everything in that movie be, be bad? How could that happen? Yeah. I need to see. The, I haven't seen the Disaster Artist yet. I need to see the Disaster Artist. Okay, because I think I'm going to. Well, enjoy you it. can watch Disaster Artist, and I will watch Geostorm. You, you you should. I should. Geostorm is. Did you watch Geostorm? I did. Why didn't you tell me, Kevin? Because <laughs> I didn't know how to describe it. <laughs> I didn't know how to describe it. Describe it in a haiku. Um. Okay, but it'll be off syllable count. Okay. Gerard Butler is a scientist. Gerard Butler doesn't care. Gerard Butler is a badass scientist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That's mostly all you can get out of it, is that he's just a scientist. He's like, like I have a satellite. Oh, no, something of the satellite. It's a, Also, do you know what's crazy about that movie that you don't realize when you see the trailers for it? It's about saving the president. Is it? Yes. That's that's a weird movie. Yeah. No, it's mostly about them like driving a car as a satellite Drops weather I on the president. Just, I just wanted to show up on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> then I can watch it. That's a perfect place to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I watch it in a cheap theater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of movies. I was the only one in the theater. Kevin. Yeah. What's your favorite movie this year? Oh. My favorite movie that came out this year. Yeah. I think it's like I can think of it. I just. Because Galaxy Volume 2 came out this year, right? I think so. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, I think that's my favorite, too. Real, so good. Yeah. I watched it again with my family. Yeah. And, I, and then I told him afterwards about how I know that one guy who's like who's, who doesn't like the ending of the movie. Yeah. He's like, it just seems so contrived. And like, yeah, Yondu in the last movie. It's... Yeah. The ending of that movie is perfect and deserved. <laughs> and it's a, this big multi-million dollar movie mm-hmm. that's about family. Yep. That's it's about really small. It's about a really small thing. It's about fa- found family. Especially in the Marvel Universe, like, they mm. do tend to do, like, oh, big stories about small things. This one is a really, really, really big story about such a small... Yeah. Like, there, like uh, this, the, the, the guy who I, who I was arguing with um, was, uh, pointing, was pointing out things like... Um, uh, but the characters, like, you know, stuff is just happening to them. I'm like... It, Yes, characters doing stuff is important, and he does make sure to do things. But mm-hmm. first, things have to happen to them. Yep, he's he's a guy who his father found him. Yeah, and he's going through that. Yeah, and then you also have Rocket and Yondu going yeah. together, and Gamora and Nebula. Yeah, you have lots of stuff. You have lots of stuff happening in that movie. Um, it's basically the sci-fi fantasy version of Daddy's Home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But better? Uh, but better. Yeah, but yeah, better. But better. <laughs> None of us would ever say Daddy's Home was one of our favorite movies. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't. No. All right. You okay, wanna... well, we got to do one thing. Yeah. We got to say what is going to – we got to do predictions for the new year. All right. 
Yeah. And then we'll get to the topic. Yeah, and then we'll get we'll to the topic. topic. All right. Yeah. So, Kevin, do you have any predictions, or you want me to try and come up with one first? No, I have I have a prediction for the, for next year. Okay. I think we're going to see um, people become, as a whole, become more motivated. Okay. I don't think I – I don't know what we can, like, you know, walk back and change with that. But I think we're going to see a certain group of, like, people just become a lot more – Active and engaged? Yeah. Which I think will be good. Yeah. I think that will be good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for my prediction? What's your prediction? My prediction is that we will not miss a single episode next year. It's good. Yeah. Not miss a single one. We won't miss a single one. <laughs> not a one. Not one. We'll have a topic every single episode. Every single episode. Which reminds me, we should get the topic of this episode. Yeah. Um, but if I mean, you like our episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get the topic after this. Let's do yeah. this first. You're, yeah. you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely yeah. correct. Thanks, Kevin. You should give us a rating, review, subscription. On uh, Apple Podcasts or yes. iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Yeah, whatever you happen to find us. Um, if you'd like, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Third Spacecast, where you can find notifications on when episodes come up or yes. sometimes when Kevin and I do other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can tweet at us individually. Yes. I'm I, at Mighty Thews. And I'm at Man K. Weir. Or you can visit our website at www.thirdspacepodcast.com. And you send us an email, which is thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Yeah. The- our theme song is Balrog Boogie. By the Diablo Swing Orchestra. And now, this week's topic is... Join us next week on The Third Space when we... Jeremy, I'm Kevin from the future. We must stop the podcast. But Kevin, my prediction was that we wouldn't miss an episode. You're right, and I don't want to make a liar out of you. All right. Well, it's been nice working with you and knowing you. Thanks, future Kevin. Godspeed. Godspeed all of us. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.